0: Welcome to CareerPod, brought to you by Transition Solutions. Your host for today's episode is a member of the CareerPod team, Mr. Gary Walrap Today we are speaking with Marie Fratoni, uh, the founder and CEO of Get Clients Everywhere. Uh, this is a uh, company that helps entrepreneurs start and grow their businesses. So. Uh, Marie, I'd like to welcome you to CareerPod. We appreciate your participation.
1: Well, it's my pleasure. I enjoy being a contribution.
0: I'd like to get started by uh, learning a little bit about your early life and your educational preparation. Could you reflect on that?
1: Yeah, well, you know, it's been a long preparation, and it's still I'm still preparing myself But, you know, I mean, you know, I went to college, you know, got my degrees, got a master's degree in uh, human resource management, and, uh, you know, I've been really doing a lot of work that will, you know, kind of uplift and train people. So corporate training and development is where I cut my teeth, uh, you know, uh, in the back in the old days, and then um, really up until now, I mean, I still do some programs for uh, corporate, um, although I mostly work with the entrepreneur world and a lot of people that I would call the corporate refugees that have left for whatever reason um, and are yes. looking to really start something on their own. But I have a bachelor's degree, a master's degree, and I'm an ongoing student and a lifelong learner.
0: Now your home base is in Atlanta. Uh, it is,
1: yeah. And I work and globally. Her. I mean, I, I work with people overseas and, you know, go over there a couple of times a year and... Um, You know, with technology now, we're so, uh, everything is accessible to us.
0: How do you deal with, uh, you know, developing clients and um, marketing your business, all those types of things? Could you uh, speak to that?
1: Well, sure. You know, um, I've had my business, um, it's called Get Clients Everywhere, and I've had it for maybe, I've been doing the same work for my whole life. But, uh, you know, it's just this iteration, so I maybe branded to that maybe 12, 13 years ago. And um, what I basically do is I really work with people who want to build a business, start a business, and really build it for the long term, and really help them know how to get clients. So I spend a lot of time coaching. I lead a lot of workshops. I speak. I'm a professional speaker, and I've been speaking around the country on podcasts, on Uh, on Zoom events now since we're really doing everything virtual. Um, But I get a lot of my clients through speaking, and then I find a lot of my clients through social media, through LinkedIn, uh, and especially Facebook because I'm a very social person. And so that's a very good media for me. But my presence online is very important where people can follow me. They may not be ready to hire me or want to work with me right away, But they'll follow me and they'll learn a little bit about the content that I provide and the contribution that I provide. But it's really coaching, coaching, training, and speaking um, and consulting are probably the four areas that I spend my life in.
0: Okay, Uh, Marie, uh, it's interesting to me, uh, the name of your firm, very creative. Uh, Certainly, uh, is there a little story behind that? Uh, You named it Get Clients Everywhere?
1: Yeah, it's actually kind of fun because you know, um, part of my story is I, I said I always said I began selling when I was ten, and it was uh, okay. you know, going to parochial schools. We sold magazines to fundraise, and I had come from a big Italian family, and all my aunts right. and uncles bought the magazines, and I used to win all the prizes, and I liked that when <laughs> I was ten when I was ten years old, Real. and so it kind of stuck with me. But any any of the programs that I've ever worked with, I've always been in educational sales. Selling consulting services, selling training services, selling corporate training right. services, and doing that. Um, so you know, part of it is is that the people that I work with are really talented, smart, amazing people. And what many of them have never had to do is they've never had to go out on a limb for themselves. They might have been selling okay. for someone else. And sure. so sales training and really understanding a process of consultative selling, um, I think is really very important. And I've worked with some of the large sales you know, organizations, um, you know, here in the country, and um, I'm just fortunate that I can pass that on and provide that, so a lot of people don't realize that their clients are everywhere, but they need to know how to find them, how do they nurture them, and how do they get them in a place that people want what it is that they have to offer, so that's, sure. a, that's a, a process, and, and I think there our clients are everywhere, but we know need to We really need to know how to really hone in on find the right people you know not everybody but the right people that want what we offer
0: tell me what your your philosophy is on on sales
1: selling is serving sales is service you know we can't offer and we can't do our brilliance and bring our brilliance to the market unless we have somebody that wants to receive it and usually that takes place inside of a sale you know um where people are contracted where they exchange you know money to bring you into their organization their company or their own personal business to say help sure. me i want i want to grow so i think that you know selling is actually uh, having conversations and nurturing people so that they actually want what it is that you have and i think there's a funny adage that says people don't want to be sold but they do like okay. to buy and what we want to do is Look help quick. people be able to buy what it is that we want. Because I want to work yeah. with people that want to work with me. I don't want to force anybody to work with me or, or right. you know, that kind of thing. So I think selling is really being of service.
0: So uh, for your, let's say for your individual clients, not your corporate clients, to provide the services that they want, um, how how do you um, how do you build them? How do you get paid? How do you develop your revenue streams?
1: Well, for me, I mean, I do training in a few areas. One is networking, and I really teach... I teach a program called Savvy Networking, where we can actually work with people to help them not just go to a networking event or connect with people or whatever, but to really become savvy at developing a professional network for themselves. Um, Yes. And so that's important, because most people, if they've never had to do that, they don't know how to do that. Um, The second thing is really teaching the sales process and really understanding that. But inside of that... I think businesses need to have, you know, I would say six things. One is they have to have a vision for their business. You know, most people don't take the time to do that. They just start doing their business. Sure. Um, Looking at the vision, the kind of income or revenue that they want to generate, you know, what does it look like. And then the big piece that I do a lot of work with people is really helping them to identify their ideal target market. Uh, It's very essential because if you sell to everybody, then you sell to no one. But if you, know, if you yeah. sell, if you really focus in on the types of problems that the people are that you want to have and that your business is the solution to what they're dealing with, then it makes life really easy. And it helps to craft your marketing, your messaging, your newsletters, your posts, your Facebook lives, your LinkedIn uh, kinds of things. All your programs are all catered towards that ideal market. So right. it makes life you know, really easy. And then I think the other piece is to really arm people with the information, help them understand what are the barriers that are in the in between a yes. You know, like what are the concerns, the objections that people have? We all have them. We all want them. But people need to right. be trained how to deal with them and, and have them be just part of the process, not like it's an, an upset or there's something wrong. Um and I think sure. for every business it's different. You know, we all have different um things.
0: Well Maria uh, and I'm not taking proprietary information here, but for the for the person who's considering doing what you do, going into that field, um, I want to just reflect a little bit on revenue streams. Would you bill the person uh, on an hourly basis? Would you bill them if they attend a particular webinar and there may be a, a, you know, a fee to get into the webinar? Could you reflect just a little bit on that?
1: Of course. Yeah. I mean, the programs that I do have a fee. Many of them are very low priced fee. If I work with people privately as their executive coach or business coach, then I have those fees. And I I don't, what I do is I like to have a conversation, and I usually offer people a complimentary conversation that's what I call a business breakthrough session where something's going to happen and occur. Um, They can, you know, jump into my email list or connect with me on social media. Right. And, um, And so they can learn about what it is that I'm offering. And things, sure. I mean, I teach programs, and they're at all different price points. If I work with people privately, okay. that's probably my most premium program, and we work together sure. for a minimum of of six months uh, to make that okay.
0: happen. Okay. What is the most popular training module that, you, that people tend to really uh, gravitate to?
1: Um, I think it's whatever it is that they do. I mean, you know, I I've been coaching speaking speakers for many many years. You know, I got started yeah. that in Boston in the mid '80s. Uh, yes. I've been booking speakers for 40 years, believe it or not. Okay. Um, so it's like, you know, one the thing that that's an easy way for people to do is to actually learn how to be a good speaker, because most people know their information, they know their content, but they don't connect with their audience. So sure. it's really understanding the arc of a program, and now many people are selling from the stage, they're getting clients from their stage, and so I've had to learn that myself. So that's actually a very popular place to uh, go to work, but... The networking savvy program that I do is really a great place to, I think, have people get grounded in who they are as a business and how they can connect with the right people, not connect with everybody that's not going to go there. Because nobody wants to go to a networking event you collect a bunch of business cards and stick them under your bed and say, what do I do with this? It's right. because there's no well, strategy. So we help people to sure. be strategic, planned, and successful.
0: Okay. The um, Very interesting you talk about the, the first... Meeting where you sort of consult and and you tell them what you do and and they you know you're really developing rapport and starting that relationship at that initial meeting to see if either the client or you want to go forward. Absolutely, I think that I think that's a a great technique, Marie. Uh, uh, anything else on tasks and responsibilities before we move into the area of emerging technologies?
1: Well, I think you know you asked something about an hourly rate or something like that. The one thing that I would want to say is that the one of the things that I always teach people is to never charge an hourly rate, <laughs> so you know it's yeah. a different world today and if you if you're okay. a business owner and you're charging an hourly rate, it's probably a key to financial ruin so it's <laughs> like programs are the case, and you buy a package of that that includes a particular program and services that are part of that That's where you can actually give your most value and you can actually. Um, begin to develop something that is not going to keep you eating cat food over the years, you know, Um, (laughs) that's really important. So we really teach people how to develop their, their programs, their packaging and their pricing. So it's market ready. Um, The services that, you know, like however many calls, how many meetings are there going to be? What are the resources? Is there an online community that's part of it? Um, Are there templates? Are they going to use Kajabi as a way of like documenting and storing forms and, you know, the different training modules, recorded calls, all of those kinds of things. You know, um, one of the things that I learned, you'll remember this from my old days of AAIM, is in the the position evaluation thing is the job plus the person equals the rate of pay. And so that stands very true today in terms of the entrepreneurial world, whether it's a consulting practice or coaching or training or speaker. It's like, who are you? What do you bring to the table? What is the market looking at? You know, and then you put the, what the market's bearing plus your value, your experience, your accomplishments. And then that becomes um, a bit of the the formula in terms of how you charge your fees.
0: In the area of emerging technologies Mm -hmm. uh, last, let's say in the last 10 or so years, uh, have there been significant changes that have impacted your business?
1: Oh, my God, yes. I mean, it's like you know, every day and there's always something new. You know, Facebook is right. changing their formula. You know, it's it's something to be there. So, I mean, I I don't know how to do graphics or I don't know how to do anything like that. I mean, I know how to send an email, an attachment. I, I know how to right. use Zoom and I know how to use some of the different um, formats, Google Docs, all those kinds of things to share things between our team right. members. But I think the part is that I think when, when business owners are starting to do their business, we want to, put their attention on what it is that they do well and if they don't do something well then they get somebody on their team that can do that well and that can be just something part-time or occasionally but I have like an online business manager uh, who I write like I write my newsletter I write all my own content my own words or whatever I get them to her and then she makes them look beautiful (laughs) you know she puts all the graphics (laughs) in and and you know all the design work and she sets up my uh, pages online and Uh, It helps me with the course, the the back end of the courses, um, you know. uh, So I've had to learn a lot of things, and I wasn't sure how to use um, a virtual assistant because I'd never had one before until about five years ago, and I've learned a lot from her. And that's one of the things that, you know, I can help people really connect with the right assistant for them because most of the people, you know, unless they grew up with technology, you know, they probably are not fluent with it or, you know, if they were really in the IT world. But they're really good at being with people. They're really good at training. They're really good at teaching. They really know, you know, their subject matter really well. Right. They don't know how to put all the different pieces. Um, And so I guess for me, when I started my own business, really, especially when I moved to Atlanta, there were some, I mean, pretty white-knuckle times. I mean, it was a little scary because even, you know, even though I had contracts with companies to pay me, they didn't always pay me. But yet my... Stuff still had to pay, you know, my, my mortgage, my car note, my health insurance, all those kinds of things still need to do it. So there eh, are some scary times here. And I think that's right. when I, that point was when I actually hired my first business coach and said, Help me put all this together so that I don't have to white knuckle myself when I go to bed, <laughs> you know. Right.
0: Well, I commend you for, for your courage. Uh, and it does take that, uh, dealing with, you know, an unknown area, you're hoping to develop it. Uh, yeah. And, on that point, uh, many listeners to this uh, career podcast uh, are considering doing some some form of consulting. It, it may not be in, in in your area of entrepreneurial uh, areas, but it it could be uh, in any any business consulting area.
2: Uh, sure.
0: So, um, in terms of uh, general advice, you you would give them. Uh, if they're considering starting let's just call it a business consulting firm yep. uh, that would fo- that would focus on their areas expertise uh, would uh, would you have some, some basic advice for them
1: well sure I think it's to get really clear what is the transformation that they're providing an organization okay. like who are they consulting with and where right. are those people you know so you've got to have a marketing strategy you've also got to have a delivery strategy um, okay. And you've got to be able to not only do the work but you've got to figure out how am I going to actually get my clients what's my sales proposition? how am I going to what is the what is the process by which I find clients so sometimes people don't know that you know they they know some of it you know because obviously if you're going to a consulting firm you've got to be probably pretty smart um, and know yeah. your your subject matter. but I think it really makes sense to really get an, an advisory team, a coach, a mentor, a guide, somebody that has been before you that can help to shortcut your way to success uh, because we've all, well kind of, we've all kind of failed forward. You know, we've all messed up stuff. And and I think the other thing is to be willing to mess it up. You know, be willing to just go out there and be willing to mess it up. And, and the experience, I think, can really um, grow you if it doesn't take you out of the game. But I think it's really nice to have a good sage mentor, coach, somebody that can really help you and be connected with a community of people that can really be supportive and that have lots of different things that you can employ that you don't do. You know, I mean, my network is what, I mean, I've had hunters that still call me today to see if I can work with them. They're not interested in me. They want my network. They want
0: my book business. (laughs) Of course. Well, you know, you you said something like, you know, dive in and you can mess things up and that's okay. Uh, What that reminds me of is uh, Mark Zuckerberg and his, Philosophy at Facebook, and particularly in the beginning, was break things, you know, disrupt things. And yeah. out of that, it's amazing. Um, although it may seem negative at the time, it, it really can um, bring about some very positive things. So uh, it's great to hear you're employing, you know, those. I think, were very contemporary approaches to that. In terms of the basic skills and and personality of someone who. Could be successful uh, you know in their own business, what would you think of of a few important attributes that a person should have?
1: Well, I think one is the the willingness to serve you know we're all in business to serve people or things or provide a process or something so right. you know um and I think the other thing is like to to be willing to to kind of live on the skinny branches a little bit you know right. skinny branches are to entrepreneurship. Is, is skinny branch material <laughs> um, because we don't know. But you know what? The thing that where life happens on the skinny branches. You know that's where new life blooms. If you look at a tree, the branches that go out and the new branches are what what provide the new life and the new oh yeah. and the new sustenance. So you know, um, I think it takes some courage and like and sometimes the willingness not to know. Like those, sometimes the the space of not knowing is actually where knowing can appear. You know, uh, okay. if you really dwell in that, read. Be a per- be a student of personal development. Really work on yourself, um, because you know I think we all need to be fortified. You know, it's like you know my my inspirational books, my informational books, my my how to books. All of those things are like content for my you know just building myself and um, and and I just think the other thing is to really get really clear what is it that you're bringing, and I think that's sometimes most people, you know, the other thing is like there's so many businesses that you can just like jump into. I mean, it could be something where you're checking out franchises, uh, any of the direct right. sales businesses. I mean, they've got, they're so good today, you know, they, that you buy amazing training that oftentimes is just free. It's just included in the program. So it's fun to dabble in, and get out there, but if you really want, if there's something that's a, requirement a necessity i've got to do this i've got to feed my family i've got to put my kids through college i've got to drive right. my home bus that's when i say really hire a good business coach who's been there who can really guide you and and vet them you know vet what it is that they've done where they've done it how they've done it and see if it's a match for yourself and invest in okay.
0: yourself Okay, very well said uh, in terms of um satisfying parts of your job um, and and frustrating parts of your work could you uh
1: Speak to that. Well, the the easy one, the one is the right there for me. For the frustrating part is email, answering all the emails. I mean, I have a lot of emails because I subscribe to a lot of things. So my emails can get really cluttered, and when I get cluttered, I just want to go watch TV. Um, But um, I think the joy is when my clients learn to get clients everywhere, and they're making money, they're getting clients, they're feeling fulfilled. They've really started to build a business that has like a pipeline of potential clients and they're getting speaking engagements and they're getting good at converting clients from those engagements. That's just like, you know, that is like the best space of fulfillment. Uh, And I think the other piece is the frustrating part is sometimes for me to watch my own energy that sometimes I want somebody's success more than they do. And we see it for yeah, them. Yeah. We we envision it for them. We we know that if they just did this one thing, or if they altered that one thing, something would open. But we can't control what people. either do or what we don't do, you know. So we just have yeah. to, you know, support people and stand for their, for their success. And you know, my thing is, I really want to help people. One of my programs is called Connect and Prosper. It's a coaching mastermind, it's a group program, okay. and because people are often really good at connecting. Um, especially women, uh, but they're not always good at prospering. And, you know, generally speaking, men are great at prospering, but they're not always good at connecting. So what if you Uh, bought two things together? Because throughout connection is where you can actually make your sales, get your clients, and, you know, begin to, you know, expand your revenue and things like that.
0: On that thought, I've heard something said, and I'll always remember it, Marie. Uh, You know, make the second call. Many times uh, you'll want to connect with someone, and for whatever reason, the connection doesn't happen. But some people will stop, you know, and your point, you're going to keep on going until you connect with them. So that second phone call can be successful sometimes, and uh, lesson learned on that one.
1: Yeah, you know, a lot of people don't answer their phone. I mean, it's rare to get people to answer their phone uh, today. It'll go right to yeah. voicemail or they'll leave a voicemail so they can check to see who's calling and decide if they want to call back. And it's, it's too bad because it wastes a lot of time and it takes a lot of time, you know, it'd be just easier to just pick up the phone and say hello, um, you know. Um, but I think the key is like to get, like, our intentions really create anything. So if my intention is to connect with somebody that I really need to connect with, then I'll do whatever I can do to connect with them. Sometimes I send them a message on Facebook because people are on Facebook and they'll respond immediately. Sure.
2: Yes. So you just learn uh-huh. where
1: people are, where people are, and and I think that's what we have to do is be malleable to get you know how do how do people communicate today, and all of which are, you know all of the places are are true, you know.
0: Sure. Well, do um, you have an interesting or, or uh, funny or exciting story uh, that you could like to share with us? Well.
1: Um, I have lots of them, and I was, I was trying to think of something that um, is there. I think um, one thing that just comes to mind is years ago, uh, up in Massachusetts, I was uh, supposed to be a speaker um, at a training event, and okay. uh, I was, you know, I was like on at 10 o'clock in the morning, and I was it was actually um, up in Boxborough, at a Sheraton up there. I remember it well, and yeah. I, I went, I got all dressed up and do all my thing. I'm teaching a group to a group of trainers, professional corporate trainers. When I got there, I noticed that my dress, the back of my dress, was all wet. And I had no idea what it was. And so, yeah, it was pretty crazy. And then it was really funny. So people were guarding me to go into the hotel. Um, But what happened was um, it had rained the night before, and I had my window open a little bit, and I didn't realize that my seat in in the car was was wet. I didn't even know that. So I'm getting ready, and my topic was taking care of yourself as a corporate trainer. And I was in the (laughs) restroom taking the skirt off, drying it under the hand dryer before I went on stage. And it was just like we were howling. I mean, it was just pretty crazy. But, you know, things happen, and you just have to be fluent, flexible, you know, roll with the punches because life is going to throw stuff at you all the time.
0: Sure. And it's, um,
1: uh,
0: it's how you react. Yeah. How you react to those things, uh, yeah. and uh, that's that's a great story though. Uh, now, uh, I have one final question in terms of uh, uh, luck, uh, the role of luck, you know, both good luck and bad luck. Has that played a, a role in your career?
1: Well, I would say I'm a very lucky gal, and you know, okay. I, but you know, I would say for me, luck follows effort luck follows hard work. And sometimes there are things that just occur as almost like a lucky surprise or an opportunity that maybe it wasn't planned. Um, And I think that those things don't happen when we don't keep our vibrations up, when we're not living a positive life, when we're not connecting with positive people, because our community and our relationships are what really pulls us forward and gives us the context for our life. And so, you know, working on myself, working on, uh, with other people, those are things where, that people start to notice, even though we don't notice that they're noticing, you know, they're watching. Um, yeah. and, um, and, and so I think, you know, luck is something that is definitely there. It's also a context. Like what if we lived our life under the context that I am incredibly lucky and luck follows me everywhere I go. Um, I mean, things happen. I mean, negative things, negative things have happened to me, upsetting things have happened to me, you know, clients have left, contracts have been broken, people have died. I mean, things happen, but I don't consider it bad luck part of life.
0: That's terrific. Uh, well, Marie, um, I've enjoyed speaking with you, and uh, you have given uh, CareerPod an insightful look at the field of business consulting particularly focusing on entrepreneurs. Uh, This is valuable information for anyone considering starting a business.
1: Um, If people would like to contact me, they can reach me at getclientseverywhere.com and they can send me a message at marie at getclientseverywhere.com.
0: They would really benefit by your expertise. And uh, once again, I want to wish you best of luck. Thank you so much, Gary. Really appreciate it. Great being with us.